Hi everyone, welcome back to Building Blockchains. My name is Emer and this is episode number two. So we've been getting a lot of questions, but one that came up very frequently is, why should we care about blockchain technology? Does it affect me in any way? Truthfully, there are many reasons why we believe that this is an important topic to understand. And we thought a good way to highlight this importance is to make a video. Hence, in this video, we will be talking about seven ways that we believe blockchain could impact our lives. Firstly, in sending money overseas. If anyone has ever tried to send money overseas, you'd know that this can really be a hassle. There are two main things that you would consider when sending money overseas. Firstly, how long will it take? Secondly, how much are the fees associated with transferring this money overseas? So taking transferring 3,000 ringgit from Malaysia as a case study, we have made a simple table using information from Ringgit Plus, check them out, link in the description, and we've also tried to send some of our own money. So according to Ringgit Plus, five of the best ways to transfer money is via MoneyGram, Western Union, PayPal, Maybank 2U Direct Visa, and Bitcoin. However, I personally prefer to transfer money using XRP. Assuming that the exchange you use is Luno, the total cost of the whole process of buying XRP and sending it is only 15 ringgit, which is far cheaper than MoneyGram, Western Union, or even PayPal. But Amer, isn't it 5 ringgit cheaper to use Maybank 2U Direct Visa? Yes, firstly, Maybank 2U Direct Visa has a flat fee of 10 ringgit per transfer, while XRP, the XRP process, has a maximum fee of 0.53% of the transfer amount. So it really depends on how much you'd like to transfer. It could be cheaper to use the Maybank 2U Direct Visa process or even the XRP process. Secondly, to be eligible for the Direct Visa method, the recipient has to be a Visa card holder. And depending on several factors, this could really be a hurdle. In comparison, to transfer XRP from your Luno wallet to the recipient, the recipient would have to have an account or a wallet that accepts XRP. In some cases, this is very easy. In some countries, if you would want to open a KuCoin account, for example, you don't actually need to present your ID. Thirdly, even if they're a Visa card holder, it can take far longer, up to two working days, if they do not qualify for fast fund. I read online that it never takes less than 30 minutes to actually send XRP from one wallet to the other. So we thought of trying it ourselves and it was pretty smooth. It only took 10 minutes for the whole process to take place from transferring to receiving the fund. Now we understand that this is still pretty new and not everyone that you want to send money to has access to a wallet or an account that accepts XRP and others will have a hard time trying to convert their XRP back to the fiat currency that they would want it to be in. But we still think this is something for you to consider given the cheap fees and also the short time that it takes. Now use case number two, digital IDs. This is not a huge issue in Malaysia but it is more so a problem in less developed countries. For example, right now if you would want to take a loan from a bank, what do you have to do? You would have to give the bank consent to perform a credit check on you. This is basically to evaluate you, your identity, to see if you have the means to pay them back. Now what if you don't have the track records to prove that you do have the means? In other words, what if your identity is not tracked at all? What if the bank has no idea what are your academic qualifications? They have no idea what are your job records, especially if you were working in the informal sector. Now, this is where blockchain comes in. The clearest example is what Cardano and Atala Prism are doing in Ethiopia. The Ministry of Education will be able to track the academic performance of 5 million students, and this can scale up to their financial track record too, hence giving them a digital identity. And in return, 
these individuals will be able to gain access to a variety of services. Now, impact number three, creating passive income streams. DeFi, decentralized finance. In the crypto world, there are various ways for you to create income passively, aka yield farming. This is a world that will give you returns besides the most notably capital appreciation of the tokens that you hold. There are things like staking, lending, and providing liquidity that can help you do this. We'll dive into this in another video because this is quite a big topic. But one thing that I personally just want to give as a sneak peek is that it is even possible to get a return whilst borrowing money. Now just think about that. To me, that is pretty interesting. Now use case number four, NFTs, non-fungible tokens. Now most people associate NFTs to avatars and JPEGs of animals. But the potential for NFTs is huge, like immensely huge. Again, this is a topic that we plan to dive into in another video. But just to give you a simple understanding, NFTs is a way to prove that the token or the item that is issued is the original item. And technically, you can list anything as an NFT. So I'll give you an example. Now imagine if you have an exclusive platform for say 10,000 members only. And this platform can be about anything. It can be about stock picking, can be about real estate tips, it can be about fitness or workout sessions, you name it. The most important part in this example is the fact that it is exclusive. There are limited slots available. Now imagine if you sell one piece of access to John, for example, for 100 ringgit. And then John uses it for five months, six months, and then decides he doesn't really want to have access to this platform anymore. John can then decide to sell this piece of access to Jane. And you, as the primary issuance of the access, can gain a royalty. A royalty of 20%, 30%, you name it. You can set the code. Now, any subsequent sale of this piece of access will bring you revenue too. Now, that's just one use case in the whole NFT world. But in essence, NFTs bring about a lot of potential applications to you and me. Now, impact number five, supply chain verification. If you've seen Seaspiracy, you'll learn that sometimes the labels on the food or items that you purchase can be highly inaccurate. So how can we be sure that the thing we're buying is actually what they're presenting it to be? Organic vegetables, halal meat from Australia, an original Louis Vuitton bag. How can we be 100% sure? Now, this is exactly the kind of problems that supply chain crypto projects like VeChain is trying to tackle. The idea that information like where the raw material was sourced, the temperature, the state of the materials at every step of the supply chain can be accessed with just one single QR scan, for example. This is a future that these projects can eventually lead us to. Number six, digital voting. In the latest national election in Malaysia, we were using ballot papers to cast our votes. Imagine one where we could cast our votes digitally. Each person will have their own 20-word access phrase associated with their IC number to be able to vote. Now, there are two main considerations with regards to elections and those are anonymity and trust. It is important to keep the voters anonymous for their own safety and freedom of choice. Now trust, we will have to trust that the election committee counts all of our votes fairly and accurately. Now with blockchain, you can get both and you can even check if your vote is being counted for in real time. In fact, the database itself can run a function to count the total number of votes already being casted at any given time. And this will not open ourselves to human error. Also, if the database is being run by a public blockchain, this will not be prone to an intentional tweak of information or 
unexpected problems like sudden power failures or databases being shut down. Side note, we do acknowledge that this does bring up some issues such as how do we verify that the person who is voting really is the person he or she is claiming to be. Now, the solution of implementing blockchain technology into digital voting is not a holistic one yet. There's still a lot of things to think about. But we think that the pros of using this technology make it worth exploring. Now, last but not least, smart contracts. Now, what are smart contracts? So according to Nick Sabo, a pioneer of blockchain, smart contracts is a set of promises specified in digital form, including protocols within which the parties perform on these promises. Now, a simple way to think about it is it's just like a vending machine. It is a system that follows an if-then procedure. If a set of conditions are met, then do the action. So for example, with the vending machine, if button A2 was clicked and three ringgit was deposited, release can of soda. Now, smart contracts is already deployed and it is cross-industrial. Now, imagine this example with a buyer and a seller of an item. If seller deposits the item into an escrow account and if buyer puts in a hundred ringgit into another escrow account, then complete transaction. Now imagine another example whereby there's a clause in a contract that says that this person is only eligible for health insurance if the person takes at least 30,000 steps a month. If they fail to meet this criteria, then the contract is void. The procedure of identifying if the contract is still valid can be automated with smart contracts. Smart contracts basically remove the need of a middleman and human errors from the process. And the fact that this is not industry specific means that there's high potential for this technology to be used in various applications. Therefore, we believe that the growth of smart contracts will make certain current jobs obsolete whilst creating certain new jobs. Hence, it is essential for us to keep ourselves up to date with the latest trends of blockchain technology. So how'd you like the episode? If you did like the episode, please like and share around, spread the word. Keep our notifications on so you'll be notified of any posts and follow us if you haven't already. So until next time, see you at Building Blockchains.